Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacy Jones. Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacy Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. And I want to give a very warm welcome to Roy Geffen. Roy is the CMO of Accessibility an automated web accessibility solution to enable businesses of all sizes to not only be compliant with Americans with Disabilities Act, but proactively inclusionary in making their digital ecosystem accessible to people with disabilities using AI. Their goal, to make the entire internet accessible within the next three years by 2025. With over 20 years of leadership experience as a marketer and advisor in digital agencies, Roy has been instrumental in building the global marketing department with the company experiencing massive growth, having increased from over 30 employees to 150 and a 20 million annually reoccurring revenue. Today, Roy and I are gonna be not only chatting about the importance of ensuring accessibility across your digital platforms, but also diving into what marketing strategies he feels has worked best to power their incredible growth. We'll learn what has worked from Roy's perspective, what should be avoided, and how some businesses just miss the mark. Roy, welcome. So happy to have you here today. Hi, Stacey. Thank you very much. Well, what I love always starting with is how did you get here today? You have really helped drive a powerhouse of a solutions business. And what set you up for success? Well, first of all, timing and luck are always a great start. I think the product market fit was amazing. People are starting to understand that people with disabilities are about 20 to 25% from the global population. We don't really think about it that way. We think that people with disabilities are a niche, but we actually all will have some kind of disability along our lives, whether we break an arm or whether we start seeing not very well as we grow old. And people with disabilities, the invisible disabilities, not only blind people, you have deaf and epileptic and ADHD and people with cognitive disorders. If all of these websites can give some accessibility accommodations that can help these people browse the web like they would want to actually personalize their accessibility preferences, that would be great for them. So like, I think, you know, inclusion starting to be a strong word that everyone is using. It's great to be an inclusive brand. I mean, you have to be diverse. You have to talk, sell to everyone. People with disabilities are, are a loyal community. They're big spenders. They have money. They want to buy products like everybody else. So I think that the market fit and the timing, I mean, regulation is stepping forward. ADAD compliant, WCAG 2.1, 2.2. You have guidelines, you have regulations. You have countries that this is already a law and you have countries that it's not uh, yet a law, it will be, but courts are going with, you know, going for the people with disability side because we're all looking for equality. So that's only the logic thing to do. So today, just for common knowledge, if you have a business or if you have a website, that's the same. It's a place where people need to come in and consume the content to hire your services, to buy your goods, and it has to be open for everyone. And what does that mean when you say it's open for everyone, right? So I know that in the States, a lot of times that we look at things that are ADA. So 
we're looking at compliances in our workspace and making sure that people can move around. I know you've already mentioned that with a website, you know, the visuals that you can have and, and the learning structures that you have, but what would cause a website to be out of compliance? Where are the risks for a company? Um, first of all, let, let's talk about uh, what that means to be accessible to everyone. Um, Blind, blind people, low vision um, uh, people um, need to use screen readers to understand what the website, what the content of the website is. Um, so they use screen readers and um, that's like the most common thing. But then if you think about deaf people, they need subtitles to understand. I mean, they don't, they can't hear. Um, and, and people that navigate without a mouse, only with a keyboard, need the website to be built in a certain way so they can navigate and not, you know, reach the add to cart, whatever, and not being able to press the button because it wasn't labeled properly. Um, so if, I mean, if you think about the real world, if you would have five people in the entrance of your store, and you would have four people walk through, walk in, and the fifth, the fifth person would, you know, not be able to come in because he can't grab the door handle or he can't, you know, uh, uh, climb the step. You would probably do something about it because you can see it. It's in real life. The thing is, in in the internet, you can't see your visitors. You don't know who did not come in. So, the first thing you have to understand that you know your your website. You want to sell to everyone. So do whatever you need to do as you would do in a real store, do what you need to do on your website. So the website caters to, to everyone. Um, the risks are, um, first of all, brand perception. I mean, if I want to buy um, from your brand or from your website and I can't for whatever accessibility reason, um, I probably won't think very good things about you and your brand. Um, so that, that's one thing. And, and there's, the, there's the performance side. Um, conversion rates, uh, time on site, um, interactivity. You want everyone to be able to do whatever you wanted them to do um, in the first place. Um, and another risk is the compliance risk. I mean, you don't want to be non-compliant. Um, if, it, if it was a very hard work, you know, it, it once was a very hard work to be compliant. Oh, okay. See, this happened for a second. Hi. <laughs> so for our listeners, we just had someone do a slight Zoom bomb. Oh, okay. A very cute, adorable young daughter. Yeah, thank you. That was my daughter. She didn't understand it was recorded. Well, now she's recorded. It's all good. Now she's recorded. She's she yeah. Now she's famous. Um, so the last thing is compliance. So I, as I started to say, um, making your website accessible was a kind of a difficult uh, thing to do, um, but because uh, you know. You had to know about it. You had to have a developer. Every change in your website had to be uh, made accessible. Uh, it's, a, it's a never ending um, thing to do. So we like to say that web accessibility is a journey. You never, you never get it done. Like, you know, it's like SEO. It's like marketing. It's like everything. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop. You have that has to, has to go and evolve with your website. So the good news is the AI thing. Um, AI helps you. Um, it's simple to install. 
And, but then it starts working and it grows with your website, understands um, new pages, new content, new visuals you, you upload, and it makes them accessible. It's not the, the first solution, there's access widget. It make, doesn't change your source code. It only makes the session accessible. Okay, that's very easy to deploy. Um, there's also um, a developer platform called Access Flow that you really, you can really change your source code with that. So you just streamline your code through the, through the platform and the platform tells you where you have errors, helps you fix them. You can fix them manually, but everything happens on the source code. So um, if you're a mid enterprise level business, you probably have a developer team. Uh, they would probably use Access Flow because they have one significant uh, website or digital asset. If you're an agency or a web shop, you have multiple websites. Um, you, you can't uh, have, you know, grow every website through Access Flow. You have to have a robust solution um, that's really good enough for most, most uh, um, uh, possibilities. Um, and that actually made web accessibility accessible to everyone and to every business. Um, because web accessibility should apply and, and regulations apply to almost every website. So now everyone should have the opportunity to make their website accessible. And, you know, with AI solutions, accessibility is not the only company. There are big differences between the solutions, but um, there's like making your website accessible today with what it costs and, and with the resources that, that it needs from you as a business owner, it's a no-brainer. So, and then when you know that you have that applied access widget, you know your website will uh, maintain accessible and, and, and that's it. So you can, then you can, I mean, there's always things you can do. You can go into the alt texts that are generated automatically and you can go and fill meaningful alt texts. Um, you know, uh, let's say that the alt would say, uh, we see here a screen uh, with a man and a woman, and and it would elaborate a little bit more, but it wouldn't say um, you see a frame with Stacy and Roy. So this is something that today, if you're a website owner and you want to do something meaningful, you can go and change the alt text. But every every banner, every every image, every page um, you upload will become accessible, and you know you're on the right side. Um, of regulation and you're doing the right thing. Um, that's, I, I think, in a nutshell, like the whole story of, of web accessibility. So basically right now, Google, which we're all familiar with, and if you have any understanding of SEO, you're always having Google running its uh, little search engine, uh, checking in all the verbiage and knowing what to search for um, whatever keyword that you're putting in. But what you're talking about is the software is an overlay to your website where you're able to provide deeper, deeper feedback, deeper insights, deeper knowledge, so that it's not just a Google search that's doing it, but it's you are helping control, you're helping support um, and provide painting a clearer picture of what you're actually depicting on screen and what your intent is with your layout of your website. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a great explanation. You, you always have to, we always have to remember we have like the back end, you, you have things happening. So, so things are becoming accessible um, and you have the user interface. And that's, that's like what everyone sees. And that's, that's great because it can be personalized. It's not just we made a, a, an accessible website. It's that people can just open the widget very simply, 
um, and choose uh, you know, choose options, customize, personalize, um, choose presets that were made, you know, beforehand. Um, but then, like you control, and you know, we're we're not getting younger. In in a couple of years, we're gonna have to have to enlarge the fonts. We're gonna have to want to change contrast. We're gonna have want to stop these moving images because they will irritate irritate us. Um, we should have the power to do that. So one thing is the user experience, and the other thing is really people that that need need these things that we don't even think about. That people that uh, use keyboard navigation or or screen readers. And so this is important for companies who are used to potentially um, using offshore website development to just put something together. If you're not actually investing a lot of money and you don't have a digital agency helping you um, design, um, this, this is not necessarily happening. So this is something that you have to be aware of that for, when you're outsourcing and looking for a website designer, that they have this type of service, this type of software, and the capabilities and knowledge of it so that you are able to level up. And I'm assuming also that if you are in the healthcare industry or you're anything that's HIPAA um, compliant, that's, that's right. going to be really, really important for you to be aware of and knowledge of and, and state it, or you are going to be turning off not only legally issues, but your consumer base who needs them for you. Yeah. You know, Stacy, most of the websites today are built for, um, by Soho's and micro businesses and SMBs. Yeah. Um, and they're built on these CMS platforms, the drag and drop platforms, Shopify and Wix. And, and you know, so most of the business owners and people that, that build websites on these big platforms think that they are already accessible and they are not. So that's like, you know that's that's uh, that can blow your mind um, when you find out that the website that you have built on this very well-known CMS platform is not really accessible. Okay. And if I mean, even if you build your website, if you build your website by yourself, cool, easy, everything's very easy with with AI-powered web accessibility. It's two, a two-minute installation thing, and and it's over. I mean, it starts working for you. You don't have to really know anything about it. Um, it's like uh, it's like you know putting a Facebook pixel in your website. It's it's really really simple. And if you work with an agency, you should ask your agency for an accessible website, like you would ask your agency for a, a secure website. Right. So just like you would pay as a client, as a business owner, you would pay for the SSL certificate because you know for security, you won't even ask questions about it. It's not that expensive. You know you need it. You know you won't publish a website that, that's not secure. The same thing goes for web accessibility. It's, it's one line that, you know, web accessibility, it's making opening your website to everyone. It's very worthwhile. It starts from $49 a month, depends on the size of your website, but it's like, just start from there. And like, you will, you can immediately, First of all, feel good, be, be an inclusive brand, and, and then just understand of the so many benefits you get from that. Um, SEO, uh, uh, user experience, uh, personalization, another 20, 25% of the population who needs these, and they will see that you have them. Um, they are the most loyal consumers, as we know, because if, they, if something works for them, they will go and share it with their entire family. They will say, 
hey, look at that website, and then they will come back forever. So it's like, it's really the right thing to do. So that's why I'm saying everything's like connected to timing and awareness. Because like we have all the ingredients, but I think the big ingredient that's missing now is awareness. People don't know. And for anyone listening who's like, okay, is my website actually secure? Um, when we're talking about a certificate, you can tell really quickly, you know, no one does www dot anymore. Everything is HTTP, right? But if it's secure, it's going to be HTTPS. And you're going to be able to see very quickly if your designer has actually upgraded you into having a secure setting. So that's a really easy thing to gauge. And Same goes for web accessibility. You have that icon. You have that little icon that you have on your screen. You can customize that too. And when people come to these websites and they see that they have made that extra mile to make the website accessible, you start, you know, you start it from a good, good start point. And so like I've been sitting with other agency owners and who are more into website design. And I've been listening to their conversations about accessibility and what's needed now and how they need to ramp up and they need to charge more for their website design and that this is now a whole new world. What you're saying though is yes, there is more time that goes into it, but there's also a pretty fast turnkey solution at the basic bare minimum level, I'm assuming you can go in and fully optimize on the back end and customize it. But with SSV, you can actually use it. You said, you know, within two minutes, you're done. And it would start at least going, the AI would be able to start giving back to those who are interacting without having to do an entire overhaul on your website. Exactly. And as as I said, um, if you're an agency, you manage and build multiple websites, we would not expect any agency to really, really understand in web accessibility. It's impossible. I mean, <laughs> so many so many browsers, so many assistive technologies, so many different disabilities, so many different guidelines, different regulations in, for different states. I mean, what do you want from an agency? I mean, who, who's supposed to deal with that there? So you don't have to, like today, you won't, uh, you don't have to really understand in project management software, just go and get Monday. You don't really have to understand web accessibility or in how that SSL solution works. It works. Um, and so if you're an agency, um, there, there's a great partner program. It's very easy. Like you get all the education you need. Um, there are open demos, come and see the solution work. And then just don't even, I mean, it's not, it's not selling it really, but it's something that you don't need, need to ask your, I think you don't even need to ask your clients if they want it or not. I mean, would you ask, do you ask them, do you ask them if they need a security? Yeah. I mean, now at this point. So people that don't, don't know uh, people with, you know, someone with a disability that's close to them, they don't have the, not aware of that. Um, They don't even think about that. I mean, they're, they're still in some phase of, I don't know how blind people use the internet. They use it. They have assistive technology. They have keyboards. They have, I mean, they have things working for them, um, but we have to help them. So the best accessible the, the screen reader can be if someone reaches a website that's not coded correctly and it was not built accessible, he will not know, he will not understand where he just got. He won't be able to click the buttons. He won't understand what, what's in the images. So you just lost the client, the potential client or brand ambassador. Especially in the B2C world, right? Especially in 
when you're a brand targeting consumers, that is a lot of clients potentially to add up that you could have disappearing on you because they can't see literally your website. And that's the awareness thing. So according to the CDC, that one out of four people have some kind of disability um, that that will make it um, harder for them to use the the, the web like like you and I do. Um, And um, we used to think about, you know, marketing, uh, marketing meetings or media planning meetings and and agencies sitting there or clients sitting there and saying, hey, look at these 2% of consumers that we didn't target yet. Uh, We have to go. Let's do it. We have to strategize. We need new creatives. We need it. But hey, what about that 20, 25% of people with disabilities that you never thought about? They're, they're there. I mean, they, I mean, mothers, fathers, children, uh, students, great. I mean, I've seen amazing developers. Um, I've seen so many sharp people that have, you know, we have, we have a nonprofit organization uh, program in, uh, at Accessibility. And we have already more than 500 organizations, nonprofits uh, that are part of the program. And we have a great um, uh, video series called uh, Spotlight Sessions. These are um, conversations with um, change makers. Different change makers can be um, the CEO of Lighthouse of the Blind. It can be uh, uh, people from the Viscardi Center. Um, and we have so many great conversations with people that all we want to do, we want to help them uh, be heard. We want to help them um, get, you know, get noticed. So like we're seeing, and, and then we have like um, direct reach to them and their communities. So like we're, we're kind of getting more and more involved with the communities and, and learning them and being a, a part of the communities. Because one thing we've learned um, is that you can't, do anything or create anything for two people with disabilities you have to create it with them so that's that's a whole different set set of you know state of mind um how you work um you know it's a tricky thing because web accessibility is something that like you sell it to business owners you're not selling it to the users so there is a long way to go to get to the users. And these users have heard so many promises and so many technologies that said, hey, we're here to change your life. Um, and, and I also wanna refer just a second, if it's okay, Stacey, to, to the, the vision. Um, we still have it written down in a couple of places that um, we're here to make the entire internet accessible by 2025. Um, and I can just say that it, it can be possible if everyone would have known about it, if, if people would know that the possibility exists, because if, if, if it's that simple, you know, we can, we can do a couple of things together. And if people have this in mind, it's, it's achievable, but for this to happen, we need so many things to work one uh, with the other. We need awareness. We need simplicity. We, we need um, to be user-friendly. We need communities to be part of it. We need more and more businesses to sell web accessibility solutions and help raise awareness for that. I mean, we, um, we had the privilege of airing the first national TV commercial. Um, did you have, did, did you by chance? Uh, I have not see seen it? it. Yes, I should say I've seen it, but no, I have not seen it, but I will definitely uh, 
I appreciate that. Um, it's called The Unstoppables. Um, and, and it's kind of telling, it was the first time telling this great story, you know, the one out of four story to all of America, um, showing them people, different people with disabilities that are unstoppable in their everyday life. I mean, they do everything. Um, I'm not only talking about being gold medalists or, uh, you know, like something that's fancy. Um, they're unstoppable in, in, in almost every step they do, every day. Um, and, and, but that's right till the point that they reach your website and, and it stops there. So do you want to stop them? No. I mean, if you have a business, make it accessible and open for everyone. And let's, you know, and then let's, let's let the world um, continue <laughs> and, and let, let people really have the opportunity, get the opportunity they, they deserve. Yeah. We have a client that we help, that's a domain, um, company. So they own, you know, all of those ends of your website and we partner them with a variety of different productions and celebrities and more and more. So on our feedback, when we're going in to talk about doing a build, we're having celebrities say, I want to have something that's accessible. This is something that's important to me. And so there's knowledge out there that this is something that's needed, uh, but it's certainly still growing. And yeah, there's, there's still work to do. Um, I can, I can just also tell you that I, I bet people, our listeners are probably listening and, and saying, well, how can I really know if my website is accessible and compliant? And yeah, there's an easy and simple solution for that too. Um, not only Accessibility has one, but Accessibility's web accessibility checker is called Access Scan. Um, you can just Google Access Scan or get it going to Accessibility's website and you can just for free, paste your URL, uh, hit the button and find out in like 50, 15 seconds if your website is accessible, what, what's the level of accessibility and compliance it has, what are the issues, what you need to do. You can download the report, you can go to your developer, or you can whatever, choose another path, an easier path, but that, just start by understanding what's your situation. And so with all of this that you've been doing, right? Like it, it, you really have in the last, since you've joined to go from 50-ish employees up to 150 to have a 20 million annually recurring revenue. How are you helping get out the word? I mean, obviously you just did your first national television commercial, right? So you're seeing that that's working for you. But for other technology companies and software companies that are out there, what are you seeing that's helping drive education, drive awareness, and drive actual usage of software now? So I think you've, you've come from quite a background of all things digital and marketing. So you have a Yeah, you know, it's like, you, it's like the, the holy question. So what, 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 what works? Um, so I don't want to poop the party, but... Like there, there's no great um, answer for that. I mean, I, my suggestion is, and we're trying to do that. I mean, we're struggling, I guess, like every company to really understand the data, but data is a substantial thing. You have to start there. You have to start understanding, you know, well, there's a lot of things to understand. Like 
uh, how does your product fit the market? What are what are users saying about it? But if you talk about marketing, um, start by trying everything that you can. Start by bottom of the funnel activities. Um, really try to see where traffic goes through and converts. But then it really depends on the kind of industry that you're in. If you're in a red ocean, it's one thing. If you're in a blue ocean, it's it's a maybe maybe it's a happier environment, but then you usually suffer from lack of awareness. Mm -hmm. So then you have to spend a lot of resources and a lot of money to create a, create awareness and create demand. Um, and then it depends on you know how wide is your target audience. Should you go to national TV or connected TV and and advertise there? Um, so the medium is the message in a way, and it's great, but we're 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 a new generation we have multiple screens so i guess the answer is be data driven a b test everything um build funnels understand that different people um you know they tick differently they act differently they, they have different motivations mm -hmm. uh if you talk about web accessibility some will come in and and you know the only thing they will want is to be compliant that's what they want. Um, they will probably learn the potential of web accessibility and grow into it and understand that oh, they're also doing the right thing. And there are these people that are coming through um, an inclusive point of view in their life. So you have to have different funnels to, to different um, personas uh, in your marketing mix. Um, you have to kill your darlings very fast. You have to um, you have to experiment to a point where you are you have to you have to be um, very responsible because uh, budgets can go out very fast um, and just try and manage with right processes. I can I can tell you that when we're looking now, I mean we we grew very fast um, on paid. Um, and I can tell you that you understand a couple of months after you start every software company, you have to be have you have to have strong organic growth capabilities. Um, you need to be you need you need to dominate the SERP. Uh, so just just do the right thing and, and start um, investing in advance in content, um, and and then you kind of build your ecosystem. Um, if, if you have, I mean, now it depends on what strategy you have. If you're a leader, if you're a leader, go do activities that a leader does. Um, it can be in messaging, it can be in education, you can have webinars um, and try and work on that pipeline, marketing to sales and understand what works there. So there's not like a really nitty gritty answer in how to do it because it varies uh, in a different ways. And now everyone in the software industry is not really enjoying the recession. So now companies are starting to think about how to lower their CAC, um, how, how they can live with their latest investment the longest, um, how, how they can be more efficient. So I guess now you can try really um, look at your numbers and understand what channels, which campaigns um, drive growth with a good with a good cock.
Um, and don't forget that these periods are great periods to create brand awareness. And agreed with you on all of this. Um, and I think, you know, going back into Accessibility, you know, when you're looking at marketing tactics that you are trying to decide, especially if we're heading into a recession right now, if they're going to work or not work, this is an easy place to start without having to do a whole website design and a whole makeover for yourself where you can actually potentially open up that door to that new consumer that hasn't literally been able to see who you are and learn who you are. And I just ran um, the, ac the access scan that he was sharing with us um, that Roy said, you know, accessscan.com. And so I'm happy to say that we at least did not fail. You're semi-compliant? <laughs> I'm semi-compliant with hollywoodmedia.com. Okay. That's a good start. Semi-compliant. But it's interesting going through this, you know, you get a score on basically all of the different sections based on things that are clickable, things that are titles, your orientation, your menus, your graphics, um, your forms, your documents, your readability, your carousels. By the way, our carousels are excellent. Look at that. We got a <laughs> that helped us. Our tables. And so there's all of these different things that it looks at and then it scores you. Um, but even having a lot of this looks like it's just back-end very easy fixes that we could do and have our team go through. Um, things like uh, tagging oh, buttons, uh, making sure that links yeah. are able to open in new tabs and windows that are tagged. Um, so it, it doesn't seem like it's brain surgery that your design team is going to have to take on to actually get you to become more compliant along the way. Well, now, now you can, well, first of all, I think, you know, one, it really educates you about web accessibility. One, one scan, you go through it, and then you understand a lot of what stands behind it. But it's not a brain surgery. But here, like, here you have two options. If you have a developer, development team, um, please, you can go and work with Access Flow. It's, it's a great platform, and that's one thing. But if you're a business owner, um, and you don't have education or resources or time to understand that this web accessibility is a journey, but you have to do it, you can just install Access Widget, and then it's not a brain surgery. And, and, and then either way, you, have, you can start your way, you know, be an inclusive brand, have your website cater to everyone, and, it, and the solution is easy. So you start by understanding your situation, if you're compliant, semi-compliant, or non-compliant, but it's so easy to be compliant today and not just compliant, but to do the right thing that here now, now is a no brainer. So also um, developer, developer teams using access flow, they do not need the know-how. They just streamline their code into the platform and, the, and the, the platform tells them, here you have issues, here you have errors, you can solve, you, I mean, here's the code, take a piece of code, put it in, put it in your source code, um, solve. Or you can just press a button, we'll, do it for yourself. But, you know, that's the big thing. You, we understand that developers, they can be as smart as they, as, as they are. They will never be web accessibility experts. So, and, and we will try. I know developers are learning web accessibility and that's great. But with the pace of 500 new websites born every minute um, and a process of making your website accessible, which is never ending, you have to have a scalable, robust solution for that. So 
whatever. If you have one website, that's great. You have your platform, you have your team. It will help them, you know, live through it. And if and if you want the other solution, that's actually the you know the most popular solution, um, tailored to reality. And I am going out on a limb here, but I'm going to assume something that could be completely wrong. And I am not the most IT dialed in. I'm pretty dialed in for a business mm-hmm. owner. But my assumption is if you go through and you do all these fixes and you make sure that you are in compliance, that there has to be some impact on Google and SEO where it also can read your website better and is going to be serving you up to your entire customer base at a higher level. Again, my assumption, would that be right? Um, if you if you do it, yeah. The, 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 the general answer is yes. If you do it by the source code, for sure, it's there. Um, if you do it by the widget, it does not change your source code because everything is browser-based, session-based, but your dwell time and your conversion rates, and they will go up because you have people I mean, relevant people, we always thought we had that drop from clicks on banners to the numbers of visits on the analytics. We said, where's that? Why is that drop? Where is everybody going? So I'm not saying that everyone there are people with disabilities, but even if you have like 10 visitors a day that have some kind of disability, they will not just bounce right off. They will stay there. They will use your website. They might even convert. They might, might even buy from you. You um, might so get yeah, sales out of this. Which yeah, you might re- really oh. might get sales out of it. Um, so in that in that matter, it does help um, SEO. Awesome, right? How can people find more about Accessibility? How can they find out more about you? Can you share information? Yeah, um, I think the 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 journey can really start at accessibility.com. Um, you can start there. You can even go to our YouTube channel. Um, but our website really is, is a great place to start. And from there, you can reach all this, go to the solutions. You can go to our social assets. You can see the NPO program. You can see our agency program, partner program. Um, you can see, you can understand more about the product, more about compliance. Uh, you can hear testimonials of business owners and agency owners and people with disabilities. So you have everything you need there. Um, and really understand that it will probably be the best software that you will buy that will make you feel really good. Okay. Well, I want to say, Roy, thank you so much for joining us today. I now have some homework to do with our team to figure out how to dial in. And the next time I'm sitting with agency owners who are griping about the fact that they're now being asked to make websites more compliant and that it's a massive amount of workflow, that there is actually some options here that they should be. Yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you, Stacey. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I look forward to chatting with you this next week. And until then, if you have any questions about how to get your brand interwoven into movies and TV shows and become part of the storyline to be able to reach a bigger audience using other people's content, please be sure to drop me a line and I'll hook you up with our team to chat some more. Have a great one.